Welcome into another edition of the Stripe Show podcast. It is Froggy Wednesdays, and today I am honored to have 13-time PGA Tour winner, top 20 at one time in all four majors, by the way, Rocco Mediate. Did you know that, Rocco? I didn't know that. No, I didn't know that. You did. You you finished top 20 in every major. (laughs) Well, that's good. That's good. But I think the one everybody always wants to talk about, and I'm sure you have told the story a, 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 a million times if you've told it once, right? is that 2008 U.S. Open at Torrey Pines. Yeah, that was fun. That's They're playing again this week there. And, um, yeah, you remember that. That was a, one of the coolest things ever happened, really. It was, it was fun. It was you know, it's one of those times that, as, as a sports fan, it's one of those, do you remember where you were when? And right. I, I remember – where I was, I remember that day. I remember being extremely nervous. I just, I remember every single thing about that golf tournament. I remember where I was that Sunday night where I was standing in my house when he made that putt right. on 18 to force the playoff. And I'll never forget, you said, I knew he'd make it. Yeah, well, you have to figure he's going to make it, especially when it's when he's putting it. Anybody else? Not so much. <laughs> I mean, were, were you surprised at all? No, 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 no. Absolutely not. No. I would have been surprised if he missed it. You know what? You're right. Exactly. Because it was during that run. And I read something uh, just yesterday that I, I I wrote down because it is so shocking. It says that from two, August of 07 through the 2008 U.S. Open, Tiger played 11 times worldwide. Mm-hmm. He won eight of those. He finished second in two of the others and fifth in the other three. Yeah. It's not bad, really, when you think about it. <laughs> right. You're right. So 1,227 opposing players in those combined fields, only seven people beat him. Mm-hmm. That's, that's just some pretty. That's just some pretty good company, Rocco. Yeah, he was something. Um, uh, you know, it was it was just one of those things that doesn't happen. You know, National Open in front of the world, Tory against him. What else you want? <laughs> Go, going into that week. Did you have any idea at all that you were playing good enough to contend for a title? Always, when I went to opens, I felt like I was I was good enough to do something. Whether win or not is a different story, but to to do something and play good, I, I always drove straight. And it's fairly important at opens, um, although some lately haven't been important. This week at Tory, it will be important. But um, um, I always felt like I was I was I could drive in a lot of the fairway. So distance didn't matter because U.S. Opens usually are firm, so I get what I needed on, on the ground. So you could get a lot of rollout. Yeah, yeah, I can get yeah, I get a little roll on the ground and and fairways are fairways mean distance and opens, period. And then your wedge game and putting game was good enough to hang with anybody. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, especially pitching. Yes, absolutely pitching. But um yeah, it's just one of those tournaments that it takes certain things to win. Um but the great players can do things that you're not supposed to do. That's why right. they are the great players. And I try to keep reiterating that when I'm talking about this stuff is the reason they're great players is because they did things or do things that we didn't. Simple as that. And um, and they did it multiple, multiple times. Not just one or one here, one there. Lots of them. If you look back through history, there's only a handful. Handful, I mean like 10, 15 people that did things like that. Yeah, I mean, if you go back and watch, and I've, I've watched every special there is on that 2008 U.S. Open. Mm-hmm. When you see the putts he made, he made a lot of putts that oh, you know, if he went back and had to make those again, he wouldn't make them. Well, no, of course not. No, he did things that you don't. But that throughout the week of a major or any tournament, for that matter, things like that happen. You make a 40-foot. He happened to make a bunch of big putts on Saturday. Was it Saturday? I think Saturday. 
pitched in on 17 on Saturday, ball was right. going 30 feet, he was, he was gone. Um, but that's what happens when you contend and sometimes, not all the time, but most of the times you do something funny in any event, crazy that gets you to the winner's circle. Could be the first day, could be the last day. Now, did you have some putts or some chips or some things that went your way that week that got you there? Oh, I'm sure I did, but I didn't have anything weird, anything funny happen. Like, I didn't hole anything out. I didn't – I don't think I pitched in any. I just played solid, tee to green solid stuff. So nothing really special, but it was just consistency, which was special. Now, did you know at, at that time, or did any of us know, because I don't remember, it was 13 years ago, did you know at the time that he was injured, that there was something wrong? Well, yeah. Well, they well all week they were they were talking about it, so obviously something was wrong. But Monday yeah. looked Monday the playoff day. He didn't show anything because that's what. I mean, not that it would have mattered if he showed anything. You know what I mean? Right. It's like people say, well, if he'd have showed a weakness, what weakness? Right. This, this guy. I mean, he could he he would have crawled around to finish. There's no weakness. Um, right. And we as as players. And I've gone through back stuff, not now, but in the early, you know, 20, 20 years ago or so. You figure a way to get in, you know, somehow. Sometimes your body goes, no, you don't get to do this. So you have to figure something else out. Well, that's part of the being a professional. And right, I he did. Found in my mind that he would be ready to roll on Monday, um, no matter how he felt or what was going on. So that, that never entered my mind. Now, do you remember that night, the, 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 the Sunday night into Monday morning? Did, did you sleep well? Were you oh, nervous? Yeah. What's going through your mind? I was nervous because I wanted to go play. I wanted to get there and go play. I wasn't like daunting nervous. I was like, let's get this thing going here. Um, and I, I couldn't wait till 9 o'clock. <laughs> now, so, did the outfit, did, did you plan? Because obviously when you go to a, when you go, your scripting is there for four days. Yeah, but I don't script outfits. and do, You don't? don't. No, 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 no. I just kind of did you plan the red and black on, on, on Monday? Um, No, I just had a red shirt left. (laughs) Had no other, no other thought about it. No other. A lot of people said, would you do that to get in his head? I'm like, yeah, that'll get in his head. Yeah, sure. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Sure. That'll make a difference to what, what I'm wearing on him. Um, But no, I hadn't, I never even thought about the Sunday red because he wears red on Sunday. This was Monday. Rapsodo Mobile Launch Monitor. Improve your golf swing today. Pro-level launch data in the palm of your hand. It is very accurate. Within 2% of a $20,000 unit, the Rapsodo MLM app automatically tracks stats and stores video with Shot Tracer, helpful for club gapping and understanding true distances for each club. Rapsodo MLM provides immediate feedback data and creates a better practice environment, not mindlessly hitting balls, extremely portable cases about the size of a rangefinder. And you know what? You can use it both indoors and outdoors. I love this launch monitor. It's the Rapsodo mobile launch monitor. Check it out at rapsodo.com. R-A-P-S-O-D-O.com. Rapsodo.com. Right. I don't know what to say. <laughs> and you went 91 holes with mm-hmm. arguably the greatest golfer of all time. Definitely the greatest golfer of, of, the, of the current era, but arguably the greatest of all time. Agreed. Toe to toe. Yeah. If, see, that wasn't, I just talked a little bit earlier to a buddy from Pittsburgh here about it in the newspaper. I'm like, I enjoyed playing with Tiger. I like the chaos he brought. Um, I like chaos. I mean, I like noise. I liked all the stuff that came with playing with Tiger in the last day anywhere. I loved it. 
So it, it, I was looking forward to seeing what would happen. I wasn't daunt, I wasn't like, going, oh my God, how am I going to deal with this tomorrow? No, I'm, I'm, I'm going against, I had to drive fairways and greens. That's what all I was thinking about. And he can't stop me from doing that. Nobody can, only I can. So that's my outlook on whoever I'm playing with. Didn't care who it was. Love that it was him though. Because did. National Open, basically his hometown almost. Right. The world's watching, nowhere to hide. What do, let's go. Let's see what we got. And that's how I felt Sunday night and Monday all day. And so, I mean, I, I saw after nine holes, he's up by three. And yeah. I think most of the world thought, well, you know, we're just the back nine was a formality. But yeah. you came charging back on the back nine. I don't remember uh, yeah. if it was 10, 11, 12, but whatever that par three is. Yeah, you, what happened? I, I handed him nine and 10 on a platter. I three putted nine. And I didn't get up and down from. 25 feet on 10 he made a right. beautiful par putt on 10 from about 20 feet and i missed the five footer and i go three down and, and i'm like god i was so mad right i told matthew i said if i do what i know i can do these last eight holes he cannot he's not going to beat me today he's not beat me today and matthew kind of looked at me like okay <laughs> all right what, what what and then it was on i'm like all right then i hit a perfect four on on 11 picked one up Beautiful drive and a hybrid on 12, picked one up. Right. Up and down to the bunker on 13, tied. Um, 14, um, uh, pitched it stiff for birdie, picked another one up. All of a sudden, now we even. Right. <laughs> and um, I wasn't surprised at all on what I was doing. Um, and then 15, I hit a pretty five iron in there, made a putt. He had a beautiful shot out of the fairway bunker on nine. 50 yards off center line, he had a drive. Right. Um, hit it, beautiful, one of the most unbelievable shots you'll ever see out of the fairway bunker. It's inside mine. I make it. He misses. I'm one up. Here we go. Right. So it's where I wanted to be. I didn't walk to 16 going, uh-oh, what do I do now? Right. I, I birdied 16. We're done here. And I hit a pretty good-looking shot. just didn't quite go far enough. But um, I was ready to go. I wasn't like – I was nervous. I was really nervous. But that's what you want. Right. Nervous means you care. No, absolutely. I was really like – but I had it in control. It seemed like I did. I mean, you know, there's chaos up here too. <laughs> right. And it's just a matter of managing it. Like, but you know, the, the amazing thing going back to tiger for a second is how many times he handled that. You know what I mean? I've right. been in contention a few times. I, I was close at Southern Hills in 01 at the U S open close at Pinehurst in 05 at the U S open. So several three or four times in my career, I was kind of there, you know, close. Right. Well, he does that. He did that all the time. That's what's a, that's the great player thing I'm talking about. He managed that stuff since he was a kid. U.S. Amateurs, U.S. Juniors, U.S. Opens, Master, all that stuff. It's remarkable to me. Remarkable. Could you tell that he was comfortable as much as one could be in that arena that day? Well, neither. We're, we're, we, were, we were comfortable, but you're never comfortable. You know, you right. felt some shots you felt crappy over other shots um, right. um it just depended on the situation but you know having that shot and and not and knowing that if i just could play like i know i can play this is going to be a game today this isn't going to be like a oh he's going to get destroyed because he's 45 years old and the hundred the millionth ranked player in the world mm. i didn't get to the monday by accident right i got the monday because i outplayed everybody but him but him, yeah. I had that in here going, okay, I, now it's just him. 
Because it was close him. to being a three-man playoff, correct? Wasn't yeah. Lee Westwood really close to being in there? Yeah, he had about a 12-footer on the last. On the last to get in there and he didn't make yeah. it. No, he left it short. And had you been paired with Tiger before? Before that, that day? You'd been, you, so, so you had played with him many times. You had been in that circus before. The circus I was in that kind of set me free as, as a player was in 99 at the Phoenix Open. I had him the last two rounds in the same group, and I won the golf tournament. Wow. It, Complete and utter chaos at Phoenix. Remember that tournament? Right, absolutely. It's chaos. It's insanity. I don't even know if you should call it a golf tournament anymore, but it is. Um, and with him there, the chaos goes to 10 times, 100 times. It's So I knew I could handle the U.S. Open um, as far as being with him. And I, I loved playing with him. I loved playing with that guy because he was the best. I was not. I wanted to see what I could do against the best. Why wouldn't you? Right. So, so yeah. you felt like the, the, the previous rounds you had played with him prepared you for that Monday round of what it was going to be like. hundred percent. Yeah. Total gentleman, total sports person, total respect. Um, you know, I knew what it was, I was going to get from him and that was excellent. So I had to be better that day. Right. Tiger, you know, back then, you know, if we all play tiger night, 10 days in a row, it's probably going to beat you nine, but, but there's always that one. Exactly. And I had that one day nine years earlier at Phoenix, two days, actually. Right. Um, so my point is I knew that I could do what I needed to do, especially on an open course. Um, um, and, you know, I kind of did. It's just he's better. So I don't know what else to say. <laughs> right, right. Where where are you at as we're talking to you? Your backyard's gorgeous. No, I'm at my buddy's house, Jeff Dyer, and, uh, um, just outside of Pittsburgh. And tomorrow I'll be up at Laurel Valley. Well, Laurel Valley. Um, I'll be at Greensburg Country Club tomorrow practicing in the Lower Valley around this week sometime. Right. Have you been back to Torrey since that day? Have you played the golf course since yeah, that I, day? Um, the next year, I believe I played the uh, Farmers. I think I played in 09. That was, and actually, then I played in 13, but I was hurt. And I, I played one round. I actually played the South course that year. I shot like 72 or three, which was awesome. For me, I was 50, 51 at the time. And then I couldn't, I was just beat up. I hurt my, my hip or something. I don't know what happened. Couldn't play the next day. I couldn't even swing the next day, but that's the last time I was there. But I remember it like it was yesterday. So when you, when you walked off the 91st hole that day, obviously there's a, a lot of disappointment sure. because, because you don't sure. win. Right. But was there also some, I just hung with arguably the greatest of all time. Uh, I gave no, him all he could handle. No, I, I did give him that. Um, there's no question about that, but, I, I just treated it as a an opportunity to go against the best and win the biggest tournament, the most coveted thing I wanted ever in golf. Um, a lot of stupid, stupid ass comments were made. Well, he's got nothing to lose. Really? Nothing to lose? Really? Right. What, what are you talking about? Don't be an idiot. Don't say stupid shit like that. It just it still drives me crazy that I've heard that over the years. But um, yeah, I had everything to lose, the US Open. And so did he. Right. So, a lot Absolutely. of people could say, well, you had nothing to lose. He's already won a couple. No, he had everything to lose. We both did. The, what we wanted the most was another, well, I wanted a major championship. He wanted another. Right. Okay, so th those comments were horseshit. And um, it, it was just one of those things where I get to have that memory forever. Um, the feelings, the the thoughts, the, the looks that he gave me and that I gave right. him. Or just not they were great it was all gentlemen stuff. it was great we talked oh absolutely not a lot we talked a little bit i didn't go out of my way to talk you know you're gonna all talk i'm low i'm just gonna be myself you I, just I, read I, my mind that was my next question yeah, i didn't go as, out of my as, way to bother i mean i can tell 
when whoever I'm playing with doesn't want bothered, and I don't bother them. I talk to Matthew. I talk to the people in the crowd. I talk to myself. Doesn't matter. Right. So, so it was just another day to where it was one of the coolest times ever, and um, it's never going to happen again because for some reason they decided that the U.S. Open isn't important enough for an 18-0 playoff. DraftKings Sportsbook is not only my favorite sports book, but also America's top-rated sports book. I love using DraftKings Sportsbook. It is easy to navigate. Has plenty of instructions. For new betters in nearly limitless ways to get in on all the actions. My friends and family have been loving DraftKings Sportsbook, and I know you will too. Listen to this great offer. Place a pre-tournament wager of $1 to be eligible to cash $100 in free credits if Bryson DeChambeau sinks a birdie this week. That's 100 to 1 odds on Bryson hitting a birdie during the tournament. 100 to 1's odds on an offer like this doesn't come around often. So sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook now to get in on all the actions. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. So you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TRAVIS when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 in free credits if Bryson sinks a birdie this weekend. That's code Travis to turn $1 into $100 in free credits for a limited time. Only at DraftKings Sportsbooks. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Don't know why, but... Which is ridiculous because that was arguably... As a golf fan, one of the greatest, I mean, to me, I, I still believe in my lifetime of the U.S. Opens I've watched, that's the greatest U.S. Open of my lifetime. To see yeah. what we saw is, and then, like I said, you gave him every single oh. thing he could handle. There's nothing left. I mean, that four days and then the fifth day. <laughs> see, now you play two holes and whoop de do. It's great. Right. It's a trophy. But you had to sleep on it. And I think every major should be an 18-0 playoff, not just U.S. Open, because they're the most important events period. So I don't, you know, TV, well, we got to do it for TV. Piss on TV. Okay. Seriously. It's our national open. It's the PGA championship. It's Augusta national. It's the British open. It should go another day. Sorry. should go, but it's not going to happen. It's over. They don't care what I say, but um, you still get the trophy. You still played the best, no matter if it's a three hole playoff. I I mean, I obviously respect that, but I don't think it's right. (laughs) Right. Now, how many more years did you get uh, exempt by finishing T2 that day or finishing second? Just the next year. Oh, that's it. Oh, yeah, yeah. You don't get any second, second. You know, that, did you get in the U.S. Open forever? No. I got in next because wow. top, I think a top 10 get invited. I'm not sure. I don't remember what the numbers are. But no, I, I got exactly what I deserve. Um, I get an exemption here, exemption there. And that's it. That's, that's all you really get. But as you know, you said, that, you know, when you walk on the first tee, you shake hands, you say hello, and you start playing. As you're walking down the fairway, are, I mean, when you do have conversations, what are those conversations about? Oh, just whatever the day or I'll look at all the people, you know, I, I don't remember all the stuff we really talked about, but, um, um, you know, it was just a good, I don't know. I got experienced a great, great time. I loved some of the looks you guys gave. I remember when you were making the comeback on the back nine there, you gave some looks after making some miraculous shots and, yeah. and, and, and rightfully so. Yeah. It's just, it's just what you want. You want to perform under the most intensive situations. That's what you practice for. And that was by far the most intensive situations for sure. 
Uh, there's nothing else you can really say about it. It's just, and he was, yeah. And he was, um, um, he was, it was just awesome. I don't know what else to say. It was just a great. Looking back, and maybe you've already told us what it is, but as you as you sit here and think about it 13 years ago, what is your greatest or most favorite memory from that week? Um, I would say just just the way I the way I handled that um, the whole week in the playoff. But basically, at the end, you know, I, I went over and he put his hand out, and I said no, and I gave him a hug, which probably shocked him a little bit. <laughs> and, and all he said was, "Great fight." I mean, what else can you say? Right. It really was. I, I I got knocked out, and but it it went the distance by really the distance. And um, we actually played an extra round in, in a fight terms, but that that's all you need from that. And when I won at Phoenix in '99, and I'd been out for a few years because of back surgery, you know what he said to me? He goes, "Good to see you back, Rock." See, that's. I mean, I know, you know, and he lost that one. Right. Okay, he won the the U.S. Open one, and he said basically, you know, great fight, and it was true. It was a great fight, and um, that's you know- what. You know, we're trying to kill each other out there, but the respect is stupid. Really good. And it's crazy to think that since that day, 13 years ago, he's only won one more major. Yeah, he's been hurt. He'd have won 10 if he was healthy. I agree with you 100%. Did you, did, did you watch that 2019 Masters? Of course I did. I, 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 everyone goes, did you think he would do it? I said, yeah, about five years before that. <laughs> um, you're, you're not talking about a normal player here. Um, um, and, you know, uh, all we hope for now is that he's okay to be a person play with his yeah. kid. You know, if he plays golf, fantastic, but who cares? He's already entertained us his whole life. Now right. he can't walk by himself or, or whatever. And he's, he's all messed up. Yeah. If he plays golf, super, but if he can hang with his kids and be normal, normal, we'll call that whatever you want to call that with it, with the number one, number one athlete in the world. Um, that'd be cool. That that's what I'd hope for him. Yeah. That's all that's important right now. But that 2019 <laughs> was something I never thought we'd see again. Don't put it past this kid. <laughs> no, oh, absolutely not. And that's the thing. You know, he was written off so many times. Oh, my God. Um, but I kept laughing going, who do you think you're talking about here? We're not talking about anybody else but him. So, please, don't put him in the same genre as anybody playing the game today. Anybody. It's not even the same sport. Yeah, and the media is so close to always go, oh, the next Tiger. Oh, he's doing what Tiger did. I, I just Not even close. I don't think we'll ever see one. Uh, no, there will, well, you, you're not seeing one now. There's nobody out there even in the same game that he played. Not one person. Name one. No, I, I there is I, not. There's, there's not. I agree. He never said anything. He just played. These guys like to talk. It's pretty funny. And so speaking of guys that talk, I got to get your, I got to get your take on the Brooks Bryson dust up argument, what I don't, whatever you want to call it. I, I, I do think there's a part of it that's good because it's got people talking about golf, but w- yeah. what do you make of what's going on? It's petty bullshit. Um, I don't know either. I, I love Bryson. I love what he's doing. Brooks is just seems like he's pissed off at everybody. I don't know him at all. Um, it is a respectful sport. Um, at least it used to be. So I don't know. I really don't know what they're trying to do, whether it's the social media crap that they're all pulling off or whatever it is, but just play, just play and let your clubs talk. Be quiet. Bryson's just reacting to what he's getting. See, so if I was me, I'd react too. Yeah. And I mean, Bryson has completely changed the game. I mean, Roy McIlroy has admitted that he's chased speed because of what he saw Bryson do at last year's U S open. Yeah. And uh, we spoke to Paul Tesori. Webb Simpson's caddy earlier in the week, and he explained how they've made some changes with the rough this year. They've graduated, and instead of it graduating as you go 
further off the fairway. It's now graduating as you get closer to the green. The rough is longer. Yeah, trying yeah. to stop the bombers and and make it a golf course for for guys hitting fairways. Yeah, hit the fairways. There's no favorites this week. Um, the the guy who hits the most fairways will have a most most of a chance, um, and that's what it should be in the U.S. Open. Um, the guys that complain about the rough being too high should need to go somewhere else this week. Um, and I, I'm looking forward to seeing how it goes. I, I, I love watching these kids play. I really do. Um, it'd be cool to see somebody. It's hard to drive straight 320 yards. Let's just say a guy drives 270 in the air. Right. Okay? Which is beautiful. I'd take 270 in the air, Tory, right this week. But, <laughs> oh, <you> know, me too. <laughs> but the guy drives 300, 320 in the air and hits it offline, his ball's in trouble. Guy drives 270, hits it offline, not so much. Not that you need to hit a 270. My point is, the further you drive it, the more difficult the dispersion control is. You got to give them that. See, people say, well, he can't drive. Well, he's hitting it 340 yards, man. It's hard to hit it in a 27 yard wide space. But in the US Open, it demands you to. So, so this week does not favor the bombers. Absolutely. It shouldn't. Hope it doesn't. Hope it doesn't. Now, if the bomber is hitting straight, yes, it favors the bomber. <laughs> and then rightfully so, he's hitting it straight. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. And who, who, you know, I know you said this week doesn't favor anybody, but is there anybody you like this week? Is there somebody you think uh, is, is, is in play? Because like I was looking at the odds earlier this week when we spoke to uh, Paul Tesori, Webb's caddy and Webb's only 13 guys have better odds than Webb and Webb's not a long hitter by any means. Need to but be long. It's a straight. Don't need to be long to win this golf tournament. Think about it. In 08, I was in a, probably the lower half of the field, way lower half of the field in distance. Tiger was number one in distance. We tied. So don't tell me distance matters in this case. Webb Simpson hits it plenty far enough to win the U.S. Open. He's already done it. But he also hits it straight. So right. wouldn't surprise me. In fact, I wasn't thinking about Webb because you have so many people. But a guy like that um, that can drive straight, he's won one already. I don't know. It's going to be tough to beat guys that drive in those fairways. It is. Now, what about shots around the green? What are the key shots around the green guys are going to need this week? You're in four-inch high Kikuya. Good luck. It's like a Brillo pad. So you got to have speed. You got to have talent out of that stuff. And you got to know how. And they'll all figure it out. They're all these are the best players on earth. So they'll figure it out. But doing it and figuring it out are two different things because sometimes you can't do it on the lives. They're just you can't do anything with it. Hit it 15 feet. Now, are these greens Poa? Yeah, seaside stuff. Yeah, all Poa. So that'll be it, it obviously rolls different in the afternoon than it does in the morning, correct? That's not a big deal. It's not. You don't like Poe, don't play Tory Pines, it's US Open. You're, you're not <laughs> it's real simple. But um it's just a good test. Reese did a good job on the redesign. And you know, if guys don't like it, then they shouldn't go play. I mean, it's gonna take some good playing, you know, around par, I guess. I mean, uh, you know, around par or win. It's, that's what's supposed to win opens. But um now right. with I hear like it is, I don't know. Rick Smith texted me today. He's my, who I've worked with for 30 some years. He goes, man, this place is hard. I went perfect. Good. Maybe we'll have a real, no, not that they're have, maybe we'll have a true U S open champion who drives, can drive his ball in a fair way. Yeah. I mean, I, I enjoy watching PGA tour events when guys are 18, 19, 20 under, but at the same time, I want to see, I want to see some hard golf. Yeah. I want to see the guy Bryce, what Bryson did last year at Olympic was remarkable. You know, there's an art to playing out of rough. He showed it to you. There's also, he's so big and strong that he had shorter clubs into the rough because everybody hit in the rough in, at, at wing foot. But right. he was stronger and longer. Beat him. Right. So that could happen to Tory, but it's going to be harder, I think. I think it the, is. The, 
be as harder. It's just harder. It but is. we, should, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how the boys do. I, I, it'll be fun to watch. Now, I, I do do want to congratulate you on your congratulate you on your 2016 uh, Senior PGA Championship win. And uh, how how often are you playing on the Champions Tour now? Oh, 20, 20 some weeks a year. Yeah, same as I played PGA Tour. Same okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, so, what's your schedule looking like moving forward? Next week, we're at Firestone for our, one of our majors, the Players Championship, and then week off or so, then the U.S. Open, our U.S. Open. Your U.S. Omaha Open. Club. Omaha Country Club. Great. Perry Maxwell Golf Course. Good deal. Yeah. Well, Rocco, I, you know, it's still, I'll never, ever forget that 2008 U.S. Open. You and yeah, it was fun. Tiger Woods gave us some amazing entertainment, something that it, it, the other night I turned on Golf Channel. I was just, just thumbing through the TV, and I stopped on it, and, and here it is. I, I've watched the golf tournament. I know who wins. I know exactly I know. how it happened, and I still watched it. They always say every time they have the replay, I still lose. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I've lost four million times. But, you know, bottom line is let's just hope the Tiger's okay. It'd be great to hear from him. Uh, I wish I could talk to him and, you know, he could say something and how he's doing. But it's nobody's business. But let's just hope he's okay and he gets to come back as a normal no, – I, I can't say normal and, – and enjoy normal things. Let's put it that way. Yeah, because I mean, there is – the, super. Yeah, his his, his normals, but his you know seeing what he's taught uh, Charlie, his kid, his kid looks like he's got an amazing golf swing, and his the future's bright for him too. But the pressure's going to be unreal. It could be, but if he has his dad's head, it'll be fine. <laughs> really? Oh yeah, his dad yeah, was, knew what to do. He he didn't care. He just did it. He was able to tune it tune it out like nobody else. Uh, he was the best that was at it ever. I mean, to see those crowds and, oh, and to see the way pe- people handled it and it, nothing seemed to bother him, whether it did or not, we'll never know. Never knew. Mm-hmm. It was unbelievable. Well, Rocco, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time and good luck to you moving forward and uh, excited to watch Tory this week. And hopefully we'll get a, uh, hopefully we'll get a good, good golf tournament, not some just bombers paradise with them right. blowing it past everybody, but to watch guys win. Good, but I'm, I'm going to enjoy watching. Take care. Good deal, Rocco. Thank you so much. Have a great one. All right, buddy. You too. Yeah, buddy. Bye-bye. I just want to interrupt this interview real quick and give a shout out to my friends over at Encore Golf. Encore provides some of the most cutting edge technology in a golf ball that I have ever seen. Their team in Buffalo, New York is changing the script of golf technology through their perimeter weighted designs, which offer players enhanced accuracy and control for every shot on the course. With their award-winning Elixir and Avant 55 golf balls, they are transforming the game for players of all skill levels. Visit EncoreGolf.com backslash Travis Fulton for more details about their products that are revolutionizing the game. Now back to the Stripe Show.